Shaloha. Rabbi Rachel here, coming in from the Big Island of Hawaii. Thank you for joining me on this spiritual journey. I'm looking forward to being here with you. Ah, what a new week. It's exciting. We're in the middle of Passover right now, coming off that full moon. It's been Earth Day. A lot kind of going on around us and within us, more importantly. So with that said, I'd like to just bring us in with a prayer, because with every moment we have a new beginning and a new celebration. And I'd like to have you join me in this moment, in this beginning, because we are always starting where we are. And I am going to bring in the prayer in Hebrew, but for those of you that don't know Hebrew, that's okay. The amazing thing about Hebrew is it is a vibrational language. So even though you don't understand the words, they will affect your being. They will affect your spirit. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, let's just stop and take a deep breath. Deep into the belly, into that spaciousness that connects us all. Baruch Atah Adonai Eloheinu Melacha Olam Shehechianu Vikiamanu Vihigianu Lazman Haze Amen and Amen. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, creator of the universe, who gives us this joyous occasion, who gives us this moment, this new beginning. We can always start where we are. Abracadabra, so it is. Amen and ah women. Maybe I should talk about that really quick. The reason I say amen and ah women or amen and ah women. Uh, There was a friend of mine who lived here on the Big Island. His name was Avram. He was in his 60s. He was the only child of Holocaust survivors, and he had Parkinson's. And that was actually how I came to know him, is he called on me to come and visit him at the nursing home, and I would go and visit him, and we became great friends. And I threw a Hanukkah party for him last year. And in the middle of the Hanukkah party in a room full of men who were a lot more orthodox than I am (laughs) and a lot more traditional and maybe not even super stoked on female rabbis, Abram in the back of the room, out of nowhere, after we had finished a prayer, goes, Amen and ah women, amen and ah women, amen and ah women. And he started chanting in the back of the room. And it was one of the greatest moments of my life. And he was an amazing, amazing, amazing human being who I had the pleasure of knowing. And he actually passed away a few weeks ago. So I just need to honor him. And the reason I say that, because he was an awesome reminder of equality. And after all that he'd been through and all that he was going through, I learned a lot from him and his appreciation of women women and the rise of the divine feminine and, and where he thought we were going with all that. So... Huh. May we honor him just for a moment as we honor where we are and what we're going through right now. The story of Exodus, the, the telling of that journey, still we continue in because it takes that long to tell. And we always have to start where we are. And so the intention for this week, as we focus on and kind of look at the life cycles and death and rebirth and, and look into the story of Passover a little bit deeper, is I am. Yeah, I am the root of where it all begins. You might be saying if you listened last week, wait, but last week was I am that I am. And correct, 
we have to break that down. That statement is that powerful. Any affirmation, any mantra, anything where you start from, you start with I am. It's the root. It's the the very energy that connects you to the ground beneath you and to knowing that you're here. By saying I am, you actually realize that you are. You are energy. You are the beginning of this spiritual journey. That's where we're at. And your beginning of your spiritual journey is always where you're at. So thank you for meeting me where you are. Because that is the root of it all. I am. We can say, I am power. I am love. I am here. I am now. I am being. I am change. I am grateful. Whatever it is, the very fact that you can say, I am, means that there's something bigger than you that's giving you life. That once you hear. You're here for a reason. You are that spirit. You are that energy that is choosing to be here on earth and is being the gift of being on earth at this moment. And as we look at the story of Passover and we look at Exodus and we look at where we are and what we're going through in terms of springtime and new beginnings, it's also an opportunity to kind of look at death. Life and death go hand in hand. Love and grief are kind of one and the same. Passover is actually always a... Interesting time for me because it's my favorite celebration. It's one of my favorite holidays. I love the family coming together. I love the telling of the story. I love everything about it. But my grandfather also passed away during Passover. And it says, what's the name? Passover. I mean, that's kind of what it is. There's always this journey beginning and this journey ending. Things start and they end, and it's a circle, and they begin again. It's this life and death renewal. And here on the Big Island, you know, it's kind of an interesting time of year because we're getting close to the anniversary of when the lava started flowing last year. And for any of those of you who have ever been through a natural disaster, you know the way it affects a community. It affects a people, and the energy on our island is different from that. There has been a loss. Of course, we have all this beautiful new land that we want to look at and say, oh my gosh, it's the Garden of Eden. And look, it's expanded. Look at all this new acreage. It's gorgeous. But there was also loss in that. I look at the place I used to surf that's now filled in with lava rock and and this massive change. and, And I guess that's what life is. And so maybe in accepting that This is this cycle that's going to keep going. The moon waxes and it wanes. It's full and then it's half full and then it's new and and then there's new beginnings. And then, you know, it all starts again and it begins again. And I don't think that energy ever really leaves. I don't think our spirits ever really leave. I know that my grandfather is still with me all the time. And I know that during Passover especially he's with me because, you know, that's when he chooses to pass over. It's when he chose to leave and go back to the energy from which we all came. As someone who has a daughter, you know, who's five and a half months old, I look at her and I see that, that she's so close to that energy of creation, that energy of where we all start and where we all go back to, that love, that essence, that joy. I'm so lucky she just wakes up smiling all the time. And maybe there's because of that, Because there is that newness, you know, there's no memories, there's no nothing. She's passed over. She's gone through this journey and into a bigger place and into a bigger realm, even though she's a teeny tiny human. It's crazy to think, but she probably knows a lot more than I ever will. I mean, I don't know. So maybe that that incarnation, that recognition of I am is how you actually begin to lead. 
because it's not like the Moses Code was I am that I am. It had to start with I, that accountable person, the being who's in charge of their own life. And saying, I am, you're here. That's a gift. You got to wake up this morning. You're getting to listen to this now. You're breathing. All of it is just so, so precious. Things start, they begin again, and and we go through them. It's It's how we get through them, I think, that makes us who we are. How we can say, I am this, I am that. How is my story being written? Like Moses, Miriam, how was their story written? How can we look at this story that maybe seems somewhat out of date or irrelevant to us and recognize that we're no different than our ancestors? This power of, you know, God communicating through burning bushes and stuff, it may not happen that way anymore, but there are still signs from the divine all the time when we look around. It's just kind of how it is when we open our eyes to see it. And maybe when we say, I am open, I am open to seeing a sign, we see one. Because that's the way it works. What we put out, we get back. And when we look at the story of Moses and how he really recognized the power of the word and was in communication with God, and we look at his sister Miriam, who was rallying all the women and you know, making music and dancing and finding that energy to uplift, we can see that we're really the same as them. I was somewhere the other day and they were saying that research has been showing that the Exodus, this story that we tell, there are about 400,000 people that were a part of it. Whether that's real or not, I don't know. Was this person a credible source? I don't know. But it's kind of crazy to think about. The first revolution, the first uprising, the first time that a bunch of people stood up together and said, I am. And I think we're at a point in our world where we need to recognize that we are that powerful. That revolution and uprising begins within us. There's all sorts of slavery. There's mental slavery. There's slavery to relationships. Most people I know are slaves to their devices. A lot of us are slaves to money. The journey of Exodus and celebrating Passover is about honoring slavery in all its forms. So maybe that's part of the I am statement you need to look at. I am a slave to this. I am a slave to this, to my ego. Do I shop? Am I a slave to food? I mean, there's all these things that we can be enslaved by if we allow ourselves to be enslaved by. Huh. So that's kind of a lot <laughs> coming through this week. But I think it's good. I think it's good. I think we all need to start with where we are and recognize that we are here. And we are here now. And that is a gift. And whatever you choose to put after your I am, maybe you don't. Maybe you feel your feet on the earth. You feel that energetic force. You feel that root energy that is connected that lets you stand there and say, I am. Because that's the place it rests in the tree of life, in our energy centers, in the chakras. I am. It's the root. So I guess that's where we'll start. But I do have a little rhyme to go with Passover time that I would like to share with you now. So join me. Shaloha Chag Sameach, everyone. Our springtime festival has now begun. We are here in spirit together as one. So let's be here now 
relax, and have fun. As the moon rises, we say goodnight to the sun. Shabbat will soon be upon us. The week will be done. It's time to let go and welcome God in. Come together as one to recall revolution. Because when we are one, everyone wins. We are present and faithful. No need for sin. Because with this trust, nothing seems grim. We are strong and supported. It comes from within. There is light always there, no matter how dim. Our ancestors' battle we have to recall. To remind us as one, we are never too small. The movement of a people who would not be slaves, who held fast to their beliefs and continued to pray. And true to this path, they continued to stay, no matter what obstacles seemed to come their way. So we remind ourselves of their strength here today, that we are stronger as one, come what may. They tried to kill us, we survived, and so we eat. We recline in our chairs and we lift up our feet. We taste of the earth, both salty and sweet. When you see this deep meaning, it's just really neat. We welcome all beings, even those on the streets, because we were once like them, so with love we shall greet. We recall that freedom comes at a price. The divine guides us all, naughty or nice. We may not be seeing the boils and lice, but we have earthquakes and lava fire, and ice. Divine timing reminds us of their great sacrifice because it's needed right now. We must roll the dice. They can pull us apart with each little slice. They can give you a gadget or another device. But just like before, they distract and entice until you're spinning on a wheel just like mice. Moses seemed to have it all. A boy with a speech impediment who thought he was too small. How could God choose him for this mighty call? To go against Pharaoh and his army and brawl? This was his mission, his divine call. He would rise up and oppression would fall. He was supposed to set everyone free. He was supposed to end slavery. A simple man had been chosen just like you and me. Yet this was his mission, to trust God blindly, to be the change that he wanted to see, to let go of fear and serve faithfully. Hear the message of the burning tree. This is why he had been put in that place, to lead the exodus, free his whole race. He chose to look fear right in the face. He said he was a Jew, not a disgrace, gathering people at a mighty pace, opening his heart, holding space. And the people around began to see. Moses was the same. He was part of the we. He could be the one to end slavery. He could be the one to help them be free. He knew that the system must be undone. It didn't seem fair, and it didn't look fun. Oppression and tyranny made him want to run, so they packed up their bags, matzah baked in the sun. And so every year, this story we tell, the story of our ancestors living in hell, Moses leading them out, finding all to be well, God parting the wave of the mightiest swell, to remind ourselves why we are here today, why we are stronger as one when together we stay. When we are quiet and still, we listen and pray, Surrender to what is. Stay out of our own way. You are that powerful. This I must say. We are no different than our ancestors today. We can stand up for what's right, come what may. Yes, the divine still communicates with you. You have a mission, whether or not you're a Jew. Separation is wrong, Christian, Muslims, Hindus, because you think we're not connected, whether or not this is true. The idea of Exodus is nothing new, and it means change is needed after all we've been through. You have a purpose, something you're here to do. Because to me, I guess, that's what Exodus means. When you choose to let go and you wake up in your dream, you look beyond the surface, not as all as it seems, even though at times the world seems pretty mean. You may not see a burning bush, but there is still much to say. 
the divine just communicates now in a different way. The full moon is shining, it's bright blue rays, and that is the message of this story today. We are where we came from, why we sit here today. We are stronger, united, no matter how cray. Together as one with the freedom to pray, to whomever, however, because it's all really gray. But from one another and our hearts we do stray, our connection to the sacred we don't want to let fray. We may not be building pyramids today, but that's because we're too busy building 401ks. Modern day slavery, the debt that we're in, my ancestors support me, I call them in. History repeats if we don't learn from our past. We have the power to create a new path. We have the power proven in science and math. Our thoughts create reality. This we must grasp. Not give in to fear, unafraid of the wrath. Corruption, extortion, lies, and distortion. What's happening around us is of biblical proportion. Revolution, pollution, solutions we must find. This is our calling in our modern day time. To find our voices, choose to step out of line, to lead our own exodus with silence or signs. In whatever way, whatever that means, when you believe in exodus, you will be seen. We were all chosen. We have choice, it does seem. And this is the power. We are a team. We are all one, connected here now. Our ancestor story just reminds us how. To ensure we never forget where we came. To remember that we have control of our brains. To remember that we can choose love or pain. To remember that we can choose to refrain. To remember that we are really all just the same. Just doing our best. Playing the game. Our story is all one, just in different frames. So how do you see yours? Important or lame? Because you and Moses are really the same. You too have a mission. There's a reason you came. We journey together. We shall find our way home. We are always supported. We are never alone. Through deserts and oceans, we can wander and roam, singing of freedom in all keys and tones. Brothers and sisters, throw each other a bone. Open yourself. The cover's been blown. You are a creator. Signs you're being shown. If you would just open your eyes and look beyond the unknown. Just like Moses, you can mumble or groan or accept your power. Maybe put down your phone. Because you are spirit in a body on loan. May this be your exodus. May you choose to have grown. It's already in you. Shaloha. Shalom. Yay. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that. <laughs> that was the Magi, the Devar that I shared at the Passover Seders that I had the pleasure of leading this weekend. And I hope that you guys were all able to attend a Passover Seder wherever you were, whatever you were doing, or that you just meditated on Seder or the concept of order and, and just looked at this story and the journey of Moses just a little bit deeper because I think there's something relevant to be said. I was had the pleasure of being in Kona a few weeks ago for my good friend Goldie Lefkowitz's 97th birthday, and she is also a Holocaust survivor. And she said something to me that's kind of stuck with me since then. And it was the quote that they came for the unionists and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a unionist. They came for the communists and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a communist. And they came for the Jews and I didn't speak up for because I wasn't a Jew. And then they came for me and there was no one left to speak up for me. And Goldie shared this with me for a reason. And it's interesting how all those things come with saying, I am. I am willing to stand up for what is right. 
I am willing to let my exodus begin. I am willing to look at why these stories have gotten us through thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years. And maybe they're meant to guide us back to where we are now. I don't know, but it can't hurt, right? So with that said, I really want to thank you all for being here with me this week. I'm grateful and humbled to be sharing my voice in this way with all of you. You can check out my website, rabbirachelshort.com or ahavaaina.org. Ahavaaina is actually the 501c3 nonprofit that I founded and lead here on the big island of Hawaii. We are actually the only Jewish congregation on the east side of the big island of Hawaii, and we are all inclusive, meaning that whether or not you're a Jew, you are welcome to join us. And I have set the intention and the goal to build the first and only Jewish community center and synagogue on the big island of Hawaii. Um, a mitzvah is a word for a good deed. It actually means commandment, but there are these commandments that elevate us to higher consciousness. And that's basically an act of service. And it's one of the highest mitzvahs you can do to help build a synagogue somewhere that there isn't one. So that's my intention. That's what it is I'm working for. And if you feel so called and so moved and want to go to my website, there is a button on there that says give. And if you feel called to do a mitzvah, to give, to be of service, to to help make this dream a reality, then then please do so. It's a really cool concept I had after I actually healed myself and just wanted to have the money to pay for other people to come here and receive healing. And, and I know that with this space, that's what's going to happen. I'm meant to open a healing center here for all people. And maybe it's a modern day synagogue, if you will a spiritual house, a spiritual house for everyone to come and be and say, I am. So with that said, I hope you all enjoyed this. I know I enjoyed being here with you and I look forward to seeing you whenever it happens next. Shalom.